a hidden laboratory at the end of the containment zone in the city of Chicago. Experimentation, corruption, strange ghost girls and plastic-covered furniture. Weird dudes with even weirder laptops and naked people with guns. All in a day's work for a runner. An underground facility so large it could probably take up an entire sector. And that's when things get interesting. When last we left our dynamic duo, they had just saved, quote, a girl, befriended a Decker, and taken on a few corrupted brutes. No one knows how long this has all been here, but at a guess, the tech is a few decades old. But be wary, guppies. There be dragons here. So when last we left off, you had found a uh, rather giant fish tank with one uh, one giant creature inside. What do you guys do? I think it's time time to go home now. Can I shoot it? No. What no. would happen if I shot it? No, abs- absolutely no shooting of the dragon. How dangerous can it be? There's four of us. Well, three I, and the hacker. I know. Well, you two have, and you and the hacker. You have problems, but dragon doesn't yes, look very dragon. Word has me. meaning to you. The big reptile. Seriously, it, what would happen if we shot it? So, out of curiosity, <laughs> just how big is said dragon? Uh, if you had a hazard, a guess, probably 120 feet long. Uh, it's coiled up on itself in a sleeping position, so it's really hard to tell. Uh, but even hunched down and balled up like it is, it's at least 30 feet tall. That's bigger than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound like Benedict Cumberbatch when it talks? Because <laughs> if so, I'm shooting it just to hear it. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's still asleep, or at least it looks like it's asleep. You do notice that there are a ton of tubes coming in and out of this thing and leading to various machines strewn about the tank and warehouse. Maybe we can save it. Maybe it'd be on our side. We'd have a pet dragon. How awesome would that be? No, one does not have pet dragon. Dragon has... Pet us. If he took care of us, I'm all right with that. Uh, I'll turn to Elijah and Jessica. You remembered their names? I wrote them down. You damn right, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did any knowledge of this? Elijah has turned from a black man to as white as a ghost. And is staring there, slack jawed, knee shaking, clutching his deck to his chest. Just <laughs> Jessica seems completely unfazed. She's just staring at it. She looks at you. She's like, "I don't even know what the hell that thing is. It's big." That's right. She's been down here a long freaking time. <sighs> she walks over to the glass and kind of puts her hand on it and wipes off some of the frost that's on the outside of it. Please, please do, do not, do not disturb. I don't think it's getting up. I mean, I don't know. I feel bad. I mean, I was well, in a tank for a while, I guess. I mean, that must have sucked. Yes, uh, understandable, but um, I'd say we put it to a vote. 
I vote we free it. Jess votes to free it. <sighs> Elijah Elijah is in the firm hell no camp. Um, there may be a small puddle forming underneath him as he says this. Because <laughs> I know it's such a bad idea. <laughs> but I also think it. Merrick would believe that a great being like this should be free. Well, you got 10 seconds to decide. What, 10 seconds? Where did that come from? Yes, a very, very wrong crime against both nature and magic. But please, must must show care. All right, Roger, pick an, pick even or odd. Even. So Jessica grabs a giant fire axe from the side of the wall and starts oh. smashing machinery. I'm going to join her. <laughs> so the door you came in seals as the uh, alarms start to trigger. Oh. What do you guys do? Keep going until the dragon's free. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> How thick is the glass that it's behind? You can't tell. I mean, it's it's you can see through it. Kind of. The, the water is murky. Uh, you can make it's out like water. Sh- yeah, it's, it's, an, it's in like a fish tank type thing. How much water are we talking about? A few thousand gallons, probably. So if that cracks with the door seal behind us, we're going to drown. Possibly, but she's not smashing the glass. She's smashing machinery. But I almost smashed the glass. (laughs) Well, that would have been dumb. (laughs) This is why I asked first. There you go. You're learning. Is there a button for drain <laughs> or anything that looks like a drain in that thing? There must be. The water well, has to get a, out somehow. Roll roll me uh, three dice. You're not exactly up to uh, up to date on technology. Oh, fucking robot. Or out of date on technology. How the hell do I do this? Again? You barely know what you are. I know who I am. You know who you are. You don't know what you are. Semantics. Semantics matter in a world of elves and orcs. Where's the button for the freaking world? It's right in the middle. It's a shadow test. Oh, right. Just throw a three in there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you you definitely see that it looks like there's a drainage system uh, right at the base of the inside of the glass. It looks like there's giant metal grates that are sealed right now. You're reasonably certain that you can probably find a switch for it. Maybe you might want to stop Jessica from smashing things, though. Okay. I will do that. Stop. All right. She's middle of an overhead swing, and you just grab it, and she's, like, flailing, trying to keep smashing things. Why, why stop me? I'm helping. We need to drain the tank or we'll all drown. Well, I won't drown, but you all will drown. She stops. Let's go with the axe. You raise a fair point, metal person. All right, hacker dude, come here. I'm going to tell him to look and see if he can figure out which of the buttons is drain. He looks at you. He's like, no, no. I'm going to walk over and grab him. 
by the <laughs> scruff of the neck and bring him. All right. You drag him. So point to the console, tell him to figure out how to drain the water. Dude, it's going to eat us. Eat us. Are you kidding? It will be so happy that we freed it that it I'd will just... give us a ride out of here. I'd rather spend the next 10 years reprogramming your damn malfunctioning brain. I'm going to take a gun out and I'm going to point it at him. Ah! All right, all right, fine, fine. You're getting eaten first. So he opens up his deck, and uh, he's sweating. He's shaking even harder than before because he is now literally between a rock and a hard place, and he's typing furiously. He's typing furiously. The alarms stop, and the door is still sealed, but the water slowly starts to drain. How slowly? How long do we have to wait? Eh, probably 10-ish minutes. Give or take. Is there any way to determine any kind of life signs on any of the panels that were not smashed? Thank you very much, Jessica. She looks at you. You helped. Be quiet. <laughs> uh, nothing that you see looks like a medical readouts or anything like that. What and do before you see? even ask Elijah, it's like, don't even look at me. You smashed everything. I can't jack into half this crap anymore. What? Okay, so I I got something here. This is it's all you. Um, I'm going to summon a spirit of Earth, because for shamanic tradition, that is the spirit of healing, and I will ask the spirit of Earth to examine the dragon for us. Fancy. All right, uh, you summon actually a, a decent sized spirit. Uh, this thing looks vaguely monkey-ish, uh, almost like it was a monkey wearing a tiki mask. And it just looks at you, looks at the dragon, plods over to the tank, cocks its head. Looks like it's sniffing. Let's see how good it does. It I don't re- know what it was trying to do, but it should have rolled more than six dice. Nope. <laughs> there, there is a reason for this, Vince. Don't worry. <laughs> so, yeah, it recoils back and just retreats back to your side. And all of you get is like a vision of like stench, like vile, like garbage. Like corruption? No, not like corruption. Okay. You would have sensed that from a mile away on something this big. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The great beast seems uh, unwell. Perhaps was not captive, but preserved. About this time, the water finishes draining. And the tubes start disconnecting. And more lights inside the tank that looks like they line the bottom of it start coming on. And you get a really good look at this thing. Black metallic scales dot its body where rotten flesh and exposed bone isn't. This thing looks almost as skeletal as it does flesh, but it's still breathing. Is it awake? Well, how do you tell? 
What do you do? <laughs> Look at it. Has it opened <laughs> its eyes and gotten up? It doesn't seem to be moving yet. Aside from like the very slow breathing of just its body going, its chest cavity increasing and decreasing. My elf. This was your idea. I'd have to climb into the tank to try and heal it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jessica takes the uh, the axe back and starts trying to wail on the door. How thick is the door? Eh, it's like probably a couple feet thick. This is like glass doors here. A door thick enough that you'd hide a dragon behind it. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, what are you guys doing? I don't know. What was that five for? Uh, I will tell you later. <laughs> what I want to know now. <laughs> All right, go in and heal it. If 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 you could uh, attach grapple line to belt in case danger. Okay. So wait, are you are you asking him to use you as fish bait? Is that what's going on here? I, I think if we were to draw a picture, yeah, that's probably how it would come out. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm not gonna like. There's no rules for that. You you tie a, tie him off of the waist and. Limbo, you can uh, make your way into the tank if you so wish. I shall do so. I want to call him Frank. (laughs) All right, well, you start making your way into the tank where Frank is. Um, It's pretty easy. There's There's an access ladder on one of the sides. You can get into it, no problem. As you descend in, though, it you get assaulted by just the stench of decay. Like, this this entire thing just smells like old, rotted meat. I will cast heal on the dragon. All right, go for it. One eye flashes open and just locks right onto you. This thing is milky and looks almost cataract. And it starts to slowly uncoil itself, never leaving, never letting you leave its gaze. I will speak to it in Sparethial. (laughs) Please stay calm, great dragon. We mean you no harm. We're trying to heal you, Frank. (laughs) Don't eat my elf, buddy. It stands, it does not respond to you in words so much as it does image. And you are just, you know what? Actually, you are going to need to roll me a soak. So I need you to make me a spell save, basically. Uh, so straight willpower. Straight willpower. Uh, can I use my counter spell pool? I will say yes for this. Okay, good, because that's a lot of dice. <laughs> Jeez, I needed every single one of them. You did. Uh, Unfortunately, you did not get more successes than he did earlier. You fall flat on your ass as your brain starts to explode with visions of ancient civilizations come and gone. Death, war, famine, pestilence. All these things just cross through your brain. You see women and children burned alive. You see dying sons, exploding worlds, spirits crying in agony. 
Babs, what you see is the elf crumple. Is he unconscious? He's awake, but he's holding his head and rocking back and forth. I'm going to give a tug on the grapple hook. Say, elf, are you okay? You hear Can him? Can I even hear him? You hear, you hear Babs' voice distorted and like a million miles away, but it's very clearly Babs. I don't think I can even like vocally respond, but I'll at least try to like wave <laughs> the feeblest, weakest wave you have ever seen. Like he tries to lift his arm up and he gets part of the way up and he can't move his hand further than parallel to where his arm is. He tries to lift it up. It just flops right back down. And uh, yeah, he goes right back to holding his head. OK, toss him another heel limbo. <laughs> Elijah walks over to you and he's like, I, I think it's angry. I think, I think, I think he shouldn't, we should probably pull him out, man. Ah, he'll be all right. And meanwhile, unfazed, Jessica is still wailing on the door. <laughs> she's not, she's not really socially aware. All right. Give me another, uh, another save there. See if you can recover from it. Ha <laughs> Yeah, you, uh. <laughs> You start to come to your feet. The feelings start to subside. And this thing's still just looking at you. It looks, as you're staring at it, it looks like part of its chest is carved away. And not like rotted or like dead, but something carved it. And it looks like it's missing pieces of its insides. Uh, uh, Continuing to speak in Sporethial. Because I have a feeling this guy's not going to be a fan of English. (laughs) Benny, well, I can, I can, I don't have to talk, talk all stupid. It's like those visions, your history is filled with great turmoil, but know that the people who did this to you are no longer. A smoke starts to fill the tank and it seems to be emanating from the dragon it's thick and black very sooty almost like basically like you were in the middle of a forest fire it's really really thick and it just starts to slowly fill the tank it's up about your knees right now I'm going to ask a hacker boy if there's a fan or an exhaust somewhere that he can hack into. He quickly looks around, jacks in. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I could have done that if you and the chick didn't smash shit. All right. What do you do, Vince? You said there was a, a ladder? Yep. It's right behind you. You didn't really have to go far. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I'm close to the ladder. (laughs) All right. Smoke is you're right next to it. Smoke is about to your waist now. Actually, the grapple hook, because there was no hole in the tank, is kind of. It's over the edge right now. It's over the top kind of. So it can kind of hold you up and pull you up like a pendulum kind of thing. So you don't really need the ladder. I don't need the ladder, but, you know, I want to seem like 
I'm in charge of the situation. <laughs> You're in charge of the dragon. <laughs> the the okay. grapple hook is the emergency escape. I want to. <laughs> You're in charge yeah. of the zombie dragon. Sure. Sure. All right, it's about smokes up to about your chest right now. Hurry up and heal it. Okay, I I, I will start climbing said ladder just All to right. stay above the smoke line. All right, you can do that. Smoke continues to fill, and it's just staring at you. It seems fixated. It doesn't care about anything else in this room right now. Please the- tell me, how can we help? Make another willpower save, please. While he's doing that, I'm going to look over at the hacker and say, man, that dragon had some bad tackles last night. You uh, you don't succumb to it. In fact, you actually uh, fend it off quite well, but you feel this thing trying to crash into your brain again. Smoke continues to rise. You're about maybe five or six feet from the actual top of the tank. Okay, given the success, can I let the visions in in kind of a filtered method um you can try uh i will definitely give you bonuses to it if you want to use uh let's see what do you have i actually say that'd be a magic theory because you're trying to interpret okay that's not a lot of dice so how many bonuses am i getting (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna give you six bonus dice okay that's good aha so it's it seems like it's repeating the same thing over and over and over again. But instead of just injecting, it feels like it's trying to pull out of you as well. I will open myself to it. OK, your entire past just comes flooding out of you in a burst the minute you crack that door. And it, you can feel that this thing is just drawing that right into him. He's not hurting you per se but it's it's knowing everything you know well, seeing as my past is filled with maintaining the natural order of things I, I hope that works out in my favor yeah, we'll find out alright the smoke is at the absolute rim you are at the top of the tank And as that happens, this thing ducks down below the smoke line and you lose complete sight of it. You can't see it at all. Then just as quickly as it ducks down, the smoke starts to drain away, but you can't really tell where it's going. It just seems to be disappearing. No alarms, no vents, nothing like that. It's really open or triggered. And it keeps shrinking and going down. And as the smoke clears, the tank is empty. There's a dragon. Behind you, you hear a clatter <laughs> as something hits the ground. You turn around. Jess has dropped the emergency fire axe. And standing in front of her is what would mostly be called a humanoid figure in glistening black robes. Its left arm is completely skeletal. Half of its face is gone. Its left eye is completely cataract. Its hair looks gray and thin, as if that of a corpse. And it just looks at you. Walks over. Picks up the fire axe. 
hands it back to Jessica, walks over, finds a chair, and sits down. I'm going to say, hi, Frank. (laughs) How are you? Frank. (laughs) Frank. Is that what you humans call it now? And he stops, puts his finger up, sniffs. But you're not human. Curious. What are you? Saving you. I am not certain you understand what I am. I know that you would still be counting sheep in water if it weren't for our efforts. Humans got me in there in the first place. My simple mistake. We've already established I'm not human. Neither is the elf who tried to heal you. The other two, well, we just met them. He he looks at you standing on top of the tank. He smiles and, well, kind of half of a smile. The other part of his face is just a skull. Ah, yes. Life. How noble. But I cannot die, metal man. I am eternal. But I suppose I do owe you a small favor. You have freed me from that damned slumber. What do you wish? I can grant you anything you desire. And he waves one of his hands, the human flesh one. And arcane symbols flow where his hands were. And you instantly recognize this limbo as the ancient dialect of the dragons from the first age. Oh, boy. Um, That was how many thousands of years ago? (laughs) 6,000 years ago. So do we each get a wish, Jeannie, Frank, or just a collective one? I just want to make sure. I will grant you two each a wish. Jessica. I will consider the fact that I did not eat the thing at the door, her gift, and the human cowering in the corner that smells of feces and urine. Well, he may keep his feeble life as well. Not throw too many stones about stinking there, Mr. Dragon. I know what my wish is. Elf, you know what yours is? Boon of Dragon, a great, great gift. Would would not presume to make request. He told us we can, though. He point blank said that's our reward for saving him. It's like looting a corpse. Dragon, I've made my wish. (laughs) I want you to be our companion and join us on our adventure. That is not a request that I can fulfill. You didn't say that. You you did not lay down any ground rules. You said make a wish. I can offer you this. You small things amuse me. Work for me. I have an empire to reobtain. I will make it worth your while. 
You're changing the rules as you're going along. That is my lot in life, to change the rules. Yeah, my lot in life is I can put you back in that tank. You can try. How much are we talking about here? I'm working for another dragon right now. I don't care who I work for. You are working for another dragon, you say? Yes, I am. I really? can't remember his name. He just wanted rats. Do you want rats? Temp- temporary contract, not his obligation. He closes his eyes. Vince, make me a willpower save. <laughs> okay, you don't fall off the tank. <laughs> you may want to consider getting down, though. Um, it, it rips the entire conversation out of your head. You feel it leave. And he's, he snickers. <laughs> oh, half-born. Excellent. Keep in mind, I actually wasn't there for that conversation. You were I there. Had it secondhand from Babs. No, you were there. You were behind mm-hmm. Babs. Okay. So yeah, he he, uh, he seems very amused. That is that is no dragon. That is somebody pretending to be a dragon. I will eat him before I leave. Don't worry. Can I cash in my quest with him first before you eat him? What did he offer you? What did he offer us? Money. Money. Same as always. He offered us money. The thing in front of you waves his hand and a treasure chest lands at your feet. It's about three feet wide by about a foot deep and two feet tall. How the hell are we supposed to carry this out of here? That is not my problem. I'm going to turn to the elf and say, I like him though. I'm I'm ready to work for you. Elf, what about you? To to be asked to join a dragon is great honor. Impossible to well, quite literally probably impossible to refuse. Don't forget you still have your wish. That was mine. We get to work for him because that's my wish. What do you want? for new bands. We're brought here for reason. Facility stayed for many years. None ever breached before. We're called here. We're able to free Great One. He must be a reason. He starts laughing and he waves his hand again, and the little ghost girl appears right underneath his hand. Oh, this old thing. Yes, I uh, I do appreciate the assistance. Wait, was that you? Yes, in a manner of speaking. There's no manner of speaking. It was or it wasn't. <laughs> Dragon's dreaming. Uh, you wouldn't understand. I dream. All right, Elf, what's your wish? Wish for, like, more power. <laughs> I, I don't want to be greedy. I really don't want to be greedy. for, like, an insane dragon spell. Where your mouth opens three times wider than normal and fire shoots out of it. He's a dragon. Uh, he can do that. All, all I ask. Don't, don't all I ask. For my service <sighs> is protection from those who would wish to return me to where they feel I should be. (laughs) Oh, don't worry, elf. Nothing will harm you if you work for me. 
if you accept, step forward. I will be more than happy to give you my mark. My mark? I try my best to keep dings and scratches off of me. Well, all must know that you belong to me. I belong. Terms of the agreement are changing once again. It was work for you, not belong to you. Work, belong, it's the same difference. Not really, I'd like to agree on... From what I understand of the current state of affairs, that is how corporations work now, isn't it? Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, yes. Okay. (laughs) Consider yourselves the first two employees of Xanathos Incorporated. Xanathos. That's fancy, too. Do we get t-shirts? Should you accept, though, you will need to receive my mark. This is non-negotiable. What exactly is this mark? (laughs) It's better to show than tell. All right, go ahead, elf. I'll, I'll step forward. Present your arm. I will hold out my left arm. Make me a body check straight. Oh, yes. My strapping elf body. (laughs) This is going to hurt. (laughs) You manage not to pass out, but you are in such excruciating pain as on your forearm, a brand appears and it is the most archaic old symbol you have ever seen and it pulses with incredible power you also gain a new ability Uh you now have you now have rot touch and you can use that once a day and it is at 10 dice Hmm. that doesn't sound good well it's not good if you hit something with it alright I'm gonna walk up roll up my sleeve Go for it. All right. Give me a body check. Five dice, Roger. That's Babs, dude. All right. You managed not to reboot. <laughs> That's good. You actually feel this throughout all of your circuits and wiring. It's not pain so much as almost like an invasiveness, like something being rewritten into your code. You also gain a new ability. You gain force. Once a day, you can cast this and you can project a ball of force. It's ten dice. I'm a Jedi now? Yes. (laughs) One question has occurred to me, been bothering me. Young girl. Who, who was she? Who is she? This thing, and he points to the ghost. Yes. How long has she been standing there? The entire time. <laughs> she is nothing. She is a manifestation used to interface with the world in my slumbering state. Innocent, isn't she? I mean... Nobody would really trust a dragon. Little girls, on the other hand, well, you living things can't really help but feel sorry for them. Well, have you know, Mr. Dragon, I was the one that was itching to get you out of there and save you. Oh, I know. Dragon or not. I am well aware of what was transpiring around. 
All but right, I must go. I have much to do and many things to consume. Please take care of my spawn. And he nods over to Jessica and blinks out of existence. What's in the chest? <laughs> that was a lot of loot. <laughs> so you open it up. There is probably a thousand pieces of old school platinum in here. A bunch of gems the size of your fist and weird stones that you have no idea what the hell they are. But whatever they are, they probably haven't been seen in eons. How heavy is this thing? Uh, it's probably about 700, 800 pounds. Okay, then. You can carry it easily. Oh, I can? Okay. Oh, yeah. Where? Okay, first of all, out of character. <laughs> or maybe not, because it fits with Babs. <laughs> Where do you store your money in this game? It's not like we have a hideout. There are there banks. What what do we do with this? That is a very good question and something that has never really come up in Shadowrun because people don't use physical money anymore. They use credits, which are just ethereal things. Uh, so you're gonna have to figure that all out on your own because there there really isn't a thing for that. Okay. <laughs> we have homes, though, right? Uh, define Hinda. <laughs> I mean, Limbo has a hovel. You never told me what you do in your off time. I assume that you just never sleep and are just always active. No, I have a home. I I would have saved up my money and been not frivolous with it and bought somewhere that I could pretend to be human. So then if you have a home, you tell me you have a home and you tell me what type of home that is. I, again, I... This, I I it's literally whatever you want. There's, there are no limitations here, Roger. Well, yes and no. I mean, I can't create something that doesn't exist in this kind of universe kind of thing. I would see it if I had a choice that again, that's the thing too. I don't know how long he's been around. I would have thought in my mind that he's been around for quite a while and he doesn't Mm -hmm. waste his money on crap like humans do. So he would have been accumulating it and, and have a kind of nice futuristic home kind of thing. Nothing fancy inside, but this is where I, I operate on the rule of cool, though, as well, too, because literally in the world of Shadowrun, anything can exist. There are ancient palaces that have been fully restored. There are old shrines. There are futuristic high-tech places. Literally anything you can imagine exists. You want a, a home that is nothing but a Japanese rock garden? You can have a Japanese rock garden as your home, and it's completely enclosed. You want to have uh, an industrial factory or an old abandoned ship? Any of those things can exist. It's whatever you want it to be. So if you want to have, you save up all your money and you have a nice high-rise apartment, your character is old enough that that's perfectly feasible. It fits with the character. If you wanted to have a nondescript, you know, out-of-the-way hidden location that's absolutely opulent inside, you could totally do that as well. If your character happens to be fascinated with old-school lore and items, your house can be filled with that. It's whatever your character wants that makes sense. I'm not going to be nitpicky about it. Okay, well, then I would put it that the town, the town where we started in would kind of be his base of operations where he can easily get to whatever contracts there are. The small town of Chicago. <laughs> I thought we were in Boston. Nope, you're in Chicago. In Chicago. Boston, no, no, you're Boston's right, you're right, a small right. town. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I understand it's not a province, but still. Okay, first of all, I don't, I'm assuming parts of it, again, are still cityscapes but the rest is 
been kind of destroyed or whatever. So whatever so, part is the there's still kind of buildings and high rises and people living there. Yeah, an upper high rise apartment that's not lavishly furnished, nothing fancy, just fairly high tech though for him. So that would have been like the west side would have been like the nicer ish area, um, like way out towards like the outskirts. They give it kind of like the almost like current day cities. The closer you are to the center, or in this case, the zone. Uh, the worse the buildings are. The more you move out, the nicer they are, with the exception of the subsprawl, uh, which is a giant underground uh, living facility, which is, you've never played Necromunda, uh, but it's like a hive almost, where it's similar to Mars in uh, the original Total Recall. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's what I, so I would say everybody grab what they want and then... After, I'll sling the chest over my shoulder and we start walking out. All right. Limbo? Um, obviously, I'm not carrying treasure around, but I, I'll grab a couple of those strange gems. Okay, you grab a couple of the stones, throw them down. Uh, how many are you going to grab? As uh, you can carry. Yeah, enough I can just toss a couple in my pockets. I don't want to be walking around with a literal fortune on me. I'm going to tell them too that you literally, no matter what you do, when you walk out of here, you're going to have a literal fortune on you. I know. I'm going to tell him too. I'm just looking at it from Limbo's point of view. This is any one of these gems is more money than he's seen in his entire life combined. I'm going to assume. (laughs) So yeah, that's pretty accurate. I'm going to tell Limbo that he can store whatever he wants at my place too. I have plenty of room. Yes. Security, not not good in my slum. Gems more for curiosity, investigation, than monetary value. I'm going to look over at Jessica and the hacker, tell him to grab some stuff too. Well, you didn't have to tell Eli anything. He was, <laughs> once you guys were done and moved away from the chest, he's stuffing backpacks, satchels. He's drawing dollar signs on a bag. Like, he's, he's ready to... <laughs> and he looks at, like, you look at him, he looks at you. What? Porn doesn't pay for itself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll stare him in the eyes. Make make Sheila who she was meant to be. He looks at you. No shit, Sherlock. Now, can we get out of here before that thing comes back and eats me? <laughs> Jessica grabbing anything? Uh, no, she actually looks really shocked right now, and she hasn't been saying anything. She's just kind of standing by the door with her arms wrapped around herself. I'm going to look at her and say, what did he mean about Spawn? I I don't know. Look at the elf. Experiment. Dragon in tank. Woman in tank. All right, I'm going to close this chest and <laughs> slaying over my shoulder and we're walking out. All right. Yeah, you leave the the door opens for you, no problem, now that the Xanatos is gone. <laughs> and you can leave the facility at your leisure. All the doors are open. And I mean all of them. I'm trying to remember, we're at like two, aren't we? Uh, yeah, you're at two. Okay. Where's my your apartment? Par- your, your apartment is over by, do you see the mark that says E on the west side? If you keep following yes. from two over, that's where your that's where your high rises are. Well, that's not that far. How long a uh, walk is that? Uh you're looking at what is that? 
10, 15, 20 kilometers. How ornamental is this chest on my shoulder? How, what is it? Like, ornamental. How fancy is this chest? It How much attention like, is this chest going to garner us? It looks like a standard issue pirate chest from way back when. Like, weather-beaten wood. It's got some wrought iron handles and a, a latch and some bindings, and that's about it. Like, it, I'm, it doesn't I'm look just, super fancy. I'm just throwing it out there that it's not going to attract any attention when I cast improved invisibility on it. There you go. Go for it. All right. So I'm going to look over at the elf and then point to... I wasn't going to make you roll for the cast. I nah, mean, well... You have enough time. It's not combat. Yeah. I'm going to point over I, to... I like to roll dice, Joe. <laughs> okay. Shut up and listen. I'm pointing at the other two yahoos and asking the elf what we're doing about them. They are free to do what they wish. No, we set the if you dragon want them free. To come with us. Or if they're going on their own merry way. Um, I'll at least get Elijah's comm number. <laughs> Could be handy to have a Decker contact. Yeah, that's what probably explains it. He uh, exchanges it with you, no issue. All right. Jessica? Yeah, man, call me like, I don't know, dragons and shit? <laughs> yeah, you guys can shoot things. I'm, I'm going to stick near you whenever you need me to. <laughs> yeah. And Jessica just looks at you. She's like, I... I got nowhere to go. All right. I'm going to start walking out. What's that? I'm going to start walking out, walking towards my place. All right. She winds up following you. She's got nothing better to do. Elijah disappears, scampering into the night. I I guess for the time being, I'll I'll go with them. I'm not going to split off to go home just yet. All right. Uh, Of course, I, I have to stay close by to maintain the invisibility anyway. You make it back to Bap's apartment without incident. There's nobody bothers you, uh, mostly because one, you carry yourselves like shadow runners. Uh, two, people have learned by now in this neighborhood not to question Bap's because they're either going to get bonked on the head or ask some really weird questions, and they don't want to do with either of them. The building that you come to is this beautiful glass structure, and it looks like something. Straight out of a Philip K. Dick novel. Uh, Jutting angles, neon lights all over the place. Uh, Inside, you can see opulent fountains in what looks almost like a massive cultivated... Garden is too light of a word. You walk inside, Babs leads you up to the top level of this building where the doors of the elevator open up and you see, well, Babs, describe your apartment. There's not a lot of furniture. There's a few places to sit. No need for curtains either, because frankly, he's fairly, he's not that modest. He doesn't care. And the look is a fairly dimmed lighting with a lot of various electronics in different places, high-tech electronics for him to plug in to try to keep track of his research and, and different things like that. And waiting for you in the center of the room is the severed head of the dragon that dragon spawnling that contacted you for rats. Well, that's new. <laughs> Wonder how long before that starts. To and that's where we end.
So thank you, everybody, for joining us on our wonderful Shadowrun adventure. Uh, be sure to stop by for D&D as well as our regular podcast, which we should hopefully be coming back to a regular schedule soon. Uh, if you're interested, feel free to throw us a follow. Uh, individually, you can find me at LoaderZJ. Vince is at Simodian. Roger is at Zen Buddhist. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to For the Lore. Each week, the show is broadcast live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Stop by forthelore.com slash live to join the conversation and have your thoughts discussed on the show. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Comic Book Informer, a weekly podcast from Vince and Roger, as well as Popcorn Ronin, a bi-weekly movie, TV, and anime podcast.